So when I first became a follower of Jesus, I wasn't much older than you. I had just finished my eighth grade year, and I had learned what Jesus had really done for me, and I decided, yes, I want to be a Christian. I want to follow Jesus, but also I have no idea what that actually means. And I went through in my brain, does it mean that I have to like get on a long like robe-like thing like they wore in the Bible days and then fold my hands and sit awkwardly in some type of like humming position? Should I read my Bible 24-7? Like, how did you do that? Yeah, you just do this. this. And then what? Yep. This leg's supposed to come up here? Joe, let me help you. I can't do this. Yeah, well, I don't know what to tell you, buddy. Anyways, I had lots of questions. Do I just go on with my normal life or do I need to be someone different as a result of my decision to follow Jesus? And it takes a little while to kind of figure it out. So last week we began a series that said we kind of told you a story about a kid in middle school and his day. And as he went through his day, we encouraged him and we taught you how to make decisions because of your faith in Christ. And so this week we decided we're going to continue this series and we're going to learn more about who Jesus is and how knowing Jesus and being a follower of Jesus should actually affect and impact our daily life. Okay, so our, our student today, thank you, is named Kaylin and uh, it's spelled K-E-I-G-H-L-Y-N-N if you were wondering. Uh, but Kaylin is a seventh grader here in GJ. K as in like nay, N-E-I-G-H, but K, yeah, anyway, uh, her parents are millennials, it's fine. We took a long, we look at life of this, this person, okay, and she loves school, but not like for school, but because she gets to hang out with her friends, um, like her friends Jalen and Raylan and Stefflin and Madeline and Braylon and Jacqueline and Britlin and her best friend Harley uh, is at the same school. <laughs> See, they have a bunch of classes together, and they always get to do that. And they're all on the, the volleyball team. Uh, some of them are on the B team, and some of them were not on the B team, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, but anyway, they love that. And she runs track in the springtime, and she loves running the 100 and the 200. She doesn't always win, but she does a pretty good job. But right now, in the winter, sports is she doesn't have a winter sport. And so she's finally going to get to relax a little bit. She's not going to have those early morning practices and all those games to play. And so she's ready to relax. And by relax, I mean catch up on all the TikTok dances that she's been falling way behind on, okay? So she's got a lot, a lot of posting to do uh, and, and a lot of dances to learn. And so she's, she loves social media stuff. She's got like a thousand followers on Insta, so no big deal. But uh, she isn't allowed on Snapchat because her mom read something online that it wasn't any good. So she's not allowed on Snapchat, but she is allowed on Instagram still. Uh, and she, but the thing is that she's in a split family, okay? So she, her mom, she has her dad and her stepmom, and she kind of likes her stepmom. Her mom, stepmom's not that bad. And she has her mom. And her mom was married, but then they got divorced again. And so now her mom is kind of like in the dating pool still. And it's really awkward because her mom brings home all these like guys to like introduce her. And the guys are always like kissing up and trying to be like really nice to her just so that they can get in good with her mom. And she sees right through it all. And so it's a little bit awkward, but uh, she has to stay with her mom one week and then her dad and her stepmom the other week. So they have split custody. And, but let's see what a normal day looks like for the life of Kaylin. 
Now, KLN's alarm goes off at 5.30 a.m. She has two hours to get ready for school. Barely enough time, okay? She better skip breakfast if she's gonna get everything done. She showers, and then she puts on her toner, her moisturizer, her primer, her foundation, her concealer, her contour, her bronzer, her powder, her blush, her eyeshadow, her eyeliner, her mascara, her brows, her setting spray, her lip liner, her liquid stick, her lip gloss, then blow dry her hair, curl it, and then she's out the door. No sweat, right? Okay. (laughs) She's looking in the mirror as she's staring at herself, and she's going, I really don't like the color of my hair. I don't think brown hair color is in anymore. I think I need to do something about it. And she just kind of goes, oh, I don't like my hair. She puts on multiple outfits, all right? She tries on the first one and she goes, well, this is a definite no. And she goes and puts on another outfit. And she looks at that and she goes, well, this is most definitely a no. And she goes on and puts another outfit on. And she puts on this one, these pair of jeans and she goes, this does not help my figure at all. And then she changes those jeans and then she puts on this next shirt and she looks at that shirt and she goes, I'd look better in that shirt if I lost a few pounds probably. But finally, she puts on that one outfit. We all have that one go-to outfit where when all else fails, you go, I know this looks good. I'm gonna wear it. I know I wore it last week. Hopefully no one notices, but it looks good on me. It's the right colors for my eyes and my hair color, even though I don't like my hair color right now. I'm gonna put on this outfit. And so she finally chooses that outfit. She gets dressed and she looks in the mirror. And after all this time and all of the makeup and all of the things she has done, all she can do when she looks in the mirror is sigh. And she says, I don't think it's going to be a very good day. What Kaylin needs to know is that the Bible says in Psalm 139, I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know them well. And this is a famous verse in the Bible. And Kaylin needs to remember that. But unfortunately, when Kaylin looks in the mirror, instead, she makes up a verse in her head that's called Mirror 101. And that one says, I resent you, Lord, because I am ugly and too fat and your works are sketchy. I know it full well. That's often... What we think God is saying to us in the morning if we're not careful, and that, my friends, is a giant fat lie. There is no reason for a middle schooler to wear toner and spray and lip liner and lipstick and eyeshadow and blush and powder and bronzer and contour and comb and curl her hair and primp for two hours. It's ridiculous. Please sleep in. Because who God made you to be right now in this season of your life is exactly who you are. He loves you exactly as you are. And even if you look in the mirror and you think, man, I could, I could bulk up. I could put on a few muscles and, and run faster than my friends, or, or I could lose a few pounds and, and, and I would be healthier. Even if you think that, it doesn't have anything to do with the value God places on you. God says you are so valuable. I would trade the entire world just for you. And so if you wake up in the morning and you look in the mirror and you resent what you see, It's time to change because the creator God who made you, when he looks at you, he says that you are amazing and loved and powerful and beautiful. And he made you on purpose exactly as you are. And I'll be honest with you, middle school is flat awkward, okay? Like you should have seen Joe in middle school. No. It was like a bowl cut situation covering his eyes. It was pretty, okay, like you just- It wasn't good. Middle school is just awkward, okay? And so so just make your peace with it. 
make your peace with it and live your best life and know that God isn't done with you. He's working something out and he wants to challenge you to love yourself and to be who he made you to be regardless of what you think when you first see yourself in the mirror. Recognize you're wrong, he's right, he says you're awesome. Psalm, Psalm 5 says, listen to my voice in the morning, Lord. Each morning, I bring my request and my praise to you. So even if you do decide to primp and improve all different things in your life and, and make yourself look just more perfect and, and more exactly in style, that's fine. But while you do it, make your request to God. Talk to him. Pray to him. Ask him what you need. Tell him what you're hoping for for the day. Share with him your thoughts and feelings. Talk to him about your test in school that day. Bring up the stuff you need to talk to him about because... He cares about you and he wants you to make your request um, known in the day. That's great. I was talking, I was telling the story and yeah. then the lights did the thing yes. where it went on you. Thank you. Right. No, um, I want the but, lights back on me. No, um, you know. I'm teaching about Jesus and God. But there's like, but I'm, the I was telling them the story about the, the person. And so, yeah, yeah, perfect. Thanks. Uh, but just so we're clear, like, like, can I have this? Yeah, can I have this? I just want to make sure we're, we're clear, like. This is your area, but the lights need to stay on this side of the tape. What? That'd be really great. Yeah. Um, if we could just do that. Um, and then here. Uh, yep. If the, so the lights, perfect. Yeah, that's perfect. All right. Nope. I'm going to try again. It's fine. It's, it's fine. fine. Yeah. So right there. You got it? Uh, tech people over there? Yeah. Thanks. Uh, that'd be great. Thank you. All right. So I'm going to continue I'm before I'm so rudely interrupted. Kaylin gets in the car. It's her week with her mom, okay? And so she gets in the car with mom, and her mom was out a little bit late last night, so her mom's a little tired. But Kaylin's mom is talking to her. She decides she's gonna tell her all about her date last night and how it went and how great this guy was. She's telling her middle school daughter about her date with a dude. Uncomfortable. I don't know, and she goes, I don't wanna know about your date with some dumb guy, mom. This starts the fight, and let the fight begin. Ding, ding. This is the first one of the week, and it's only Wednesday. So, hey, that's a pretty good deal. That's a new record. Kaylin's mom starts in with one of those, don't talk to me like that. I'm your mother. And Kaylin has to come back ready with, well, then act like my mom. It's a pretty good one, right? Then all of a sudden, there's some more yelling, yelling, yelling. Blah, 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 blah. Nah. There's one of those, I hate you. And there's the, you're grounded, young lady. We all know that one. And then it's like, I wish I could stay with dad all the time. Blah, blah, blah. You'll understand when you're older. They arrive at the front of the school. And now it's a race to see who's going to get the last word in because the fight's about to end. And you know whoever gets the last word wins the argument. So the mother tries to make amends at this moment because she doesn't want to leave on a bad note. And so she goes, I love you. Kaylin busts out the door, slams the door shut before cutting off of her mom's last remark of, I love you. And she feels as she walks away that she won the fight. Yeah, you need to think about this, Joe, because actually the problem Kaylin has in her life in this moment is the same problem that you have. I don't know if you remember who signs your paycheck, but I'm actually your boss. And so you can't boss the lights on your side of the line. And so... This is what's difficult to understand for all of us is we are all, every one of us is under someone else's leadership. 
And when you're a Christ follower, you're saying, Jesus is the leader, he's the boss, and I'm under his authority. So there's Jesus, there's me under his authority. And when you grow up someday, if you're lucky enough to have a job still tomorrow, Joe, you would be under my authority because I'm your boss, right? And when you're a kid, you're under your parents' authority, your teacher's authority, but we all, whether you, whatever stage of life you're in, you are under someone's authority. And the Bible says that because of that authority, that we should respect and act with integrity towards those authorities in our life. The Romans 13.1 says, everyone must submit to a governing authority for all authority comes from God. And those in positions of authority have been placed by God. So anyone who rebels against authority is rebelling against what God has instituted and they will be punished. No, light over here, light over here. Okay, so, <laughs> so what I want you to remember is if you're the middle school student and you're being dropped off at school and your mom is saying some stuff you don't want to hear or you're Joe and your boss is saying some stuff you don't want to hear or you're in class where you're on the school bus and the bus driver is saying things you don't want to hear, guess what? At some level, we all a little bit have to swallow our pride and recognize that every one of us is under someone else's authority at some point in the day. Now, what happens if that person in authority over you is just dead wrong? Like maybe the school bus driver is being inappropriate or a classroom teacher or a coach or, or someone's way off base. Guess what? You still have to act with honor and respect as a Christ follower, but you then go find another trusted adult and you make your appeal. Okay, so if you have a coach that's acting wrong, don't just sit there screaming at the coach like a crazy person. That's not how Christ followers act. Leave the situation, go to a trusted adult, and explain the case. Explain that you need help advocating. If you're in a class and there's a teacher and things are out of control, go home, talk to your parents about it, explain what's happening, explain how you're feeling. But in that class, show respect and honor. Okay, if your boss is being a crazy weirdo, you can come to her, you can explain things, you don't have to draw tape lines down the middle of the worship center and things like that. Now, the Bible says in Hebrews 13, it says, have confidence in your leaders and their authority because they keep watch over you as those who must give an account. So do this so that their work will be a joy, not a burden for no one would, that would be of no benefit to you. If you make my job a burden, Joe, that is of no benefit to you. Just so you know. I was just saying, no. I'm confident that what I have to say might be more important. It's fine. Anyway, call Kaylin, okay, she calms down after she talks with her mom. And she gets inside, and immediately she goes and sees her friends, all right? You know, the Lynn's and Harley, but Britlin wasn't there yet, okay? And yesterday, Britlin was kind of being a real Bratlin, if you know what I'm saying, okay? She likes this boy, his name is Dylan, and instead of eating lunch with him, uh, with them, she sat by him. Uh, so now all the girls are talking trash about Britlin behind her back, all right? Kaylin remembers, though, how literally everyone at some point in their like, time as a group has ditched their friends the minute they decided they liked a boy. She should have probably stayed out, she, she stayed quiet, but she remembered a stupid thing that Britlin had said last week uh, that would totally throw her right under the bus. They would like go right along with what they were all saying. And so last week, Britlin in class thought that the sun was a planet, <laughs> which unfortunately Raylan, Stefflin, and Madeline also thought. Uh, so they didn't quite understand the problem. Also, another issue was when 
Kaylin was saying that to the friend group. Britlin walked up behind her and she didn't see and she heard Kaylin talking about her. So now Raylan, Stefflin, Madeline, and Britlin are all mad at Kaylin. Are you following me? All right. And even though Raylan, Stefflin, and Madeline were also talking crap about Britlin, they just didn't get caught, but they decided they were going to jump on this train. So now, at lunch, everybody is just glaring at each other, all right, from across the cafeteria, because one group, part of the group is sitting over there, and the other part of the group is sitting over there, and they're texting and laughing and glaring, and then texting and laughing again, and then glaring again. Super duper oh fun Oh my lunch. gosh. Friendship conflicts can be so stressful. What do you do as a Christ follower when there's drama in your friend click? How do you handle it? Here's a few quick thoughts. Gossip always makes it worse. If you have a problem with someone, go to them and talk it out. Don't go to another person and trash that. So for example, I clearly have a problem with Joe right now, right? So I have a choice. I can go over here to my friend Dustin and I can be like, Dustin, Joe's driving me crazy, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah, he is so annoying. Yeah. He, I think, I think he needs some serious consequence, don't you think? Yeah. Oh, boys are siding. Okay, so I can go to someone, I can tell them all about my problem, I can try to get them on my side against Joe. That's one of my choices, but the truth is it's not going to work that good. Or I could plot revenge, right? I could decide, oh, I want to get back at Joe in some other way that no one else would understand. So sometimes in friendship, it doesn't usually look like this, but... Hey! So we can decide, I want to get back at someone else. Why are you still... Well, I'm getting my revenge for your behavior. Stop! No, I I really, really don't want to stop. Stop! It's in my eyes. It's in my mouth. It's, it's... Let me check. Non-toxic, you're good. Okay, so I can decide I wanna make my revenge on Joe, but again, that's probably, probably just gonna make the problem worse. But in friendship conflicts, sometimes we do that. We go to our friend, we gossip and trash talk them, or we figure out a way to kind of get our revenge on the other person. But the truth is, that's not what the Bible teaches us to do. So if we're Christ followers, just like every other teenager, we're going to go through our day, we're going to encounter friend drama. And when we encounter friend drama, here's what the Bible says we should do. If your fellow believer sins against you, you must go to them privately and attempt to resolve the matter. If he responds, your relationship is restored. But if his heart is close to you, go to him again, taking one or two others with you. And if he refuses to listen, then share the matter with the congregation in hopes of restoration. If he still refuses to respond, even to the church, then you must disregard him as though he were an outsider. Okay, so Joe and I have this problem, right? So if I'm going to follow this verse as a Christ follower, I've encountered conflict with a friend during my day, this is what I should do. Um, Joe, it really offended me when you drew this line uh-huh. down the middle of our uh-huh. preaching area, and I thought it was <laughs> rude and short-sighted of you to draw this line, and I didn't like it when you behaved that way, and I think you need to change. I guess I, guess I crossed the line when I did that. <laughs> I, I may have also crossed the line 
when I shot you in the face with silly string deliberately on purpose. That felt like a little and, bit of an over and, uh, over. and I also crossed the line when I gossiped to those boys over you, there in the you front. You literally room. crossed the line. Literally anyway. crossed the line um, over there. It's okay. I, I forgive you. Okay. I, I forgive you too. Super great. Great. School's over, okay? Kaylin, she gets home. She goes home. She has some homework to do. It would be smart, the best choice to do that right away. But she could use a little, a little mental break. And she hasn't checked like her social in like 20 minutes. So she thought she'd better spend some time catching up. After all, she does have a thousand followers, okay? She has posts, she has to post content for them. It's for them, for her fans her followers. Anyway, she posts like a funny meme she thought was funny. She posts a picture of her Starbucks drink with hashtag Java girl, hashtag, hashtag Mopa frap, two shots, uh, you know, all those things. And then she gets those. And she looks at her post from earlier today and it already has like 27 likes. But then the post from yesterday only has like 23 likes. So she deletes it, mm-hmm, yeah. So she gets done with her Instagram and now she's ready. She's ready for TikTok, okay? TikTok calls to her now. And as the name would say, time TikToks away. She kept saying, just one more video. That's all I'm gonna do, and one more video and I'll put it down. Five hours later. Now it's nine o'clock at night and she has done nothing. It's so easy. She's done nothing except for maybe get a little better at uh, TikTok dances and all. But so much for a mental break. So let's just throw, slow the roll here. Social media is here to stay. It's going to be a part of your lives from middle school to high school to college to adulthood. It is just there. So we have to learn as Christ followers, how do we manage our day and manage our access with social media? Here's a few things I'd want you to know. If you can't just sit there waiting without needing to check your phone, something's wrong. I wasn't done telling my story. I'm not done. That's your side of the line. I felt like we clearly established this. I wasn't done so, telling my story. If you're looking at Instagram and it gives you some kind of emotional hit, that's fine as long as you're on your side of the line. I don't, I don't it's care. It's not fun if you don't react. I know, and now all the bullets are on my side. Uh -huh. If you see something on Instagram or social media and it instantly changes your mood, you become mad or you become sad or depressed based on what you're seeing, Something's wrong. If you find that you're wasting time on Instagram, especially before or TikTok or whatever it is, especially before like important stuff like school and family time gets done, that's a problem. If you feel an addictive need to try it first thing in the morning or last thing at night, again, that's probably a problem. So as a Christ follower, is it a sin to go on social media? No, but there's some lines in there and you have to figure out as a young adult, you have to figure out how do I balance this? How do I make sure that I'm not using it as an addiction that I can't get away from? So one thing about Kaylin, going back to the story, okay? One thing about Kaylin is she loves music, much like me. I love, love music. There's nothing better like when you're in a mood to listening to that, like the mood, the song that matches the vibe of the mood. You know what I'm saying? When you're just like a little, it's like rainy outside and you're like staring out the window and you got like the sweater on and it's kind of like cold and you're just chill and like the lo-fi music comes on and it just fits, Ugh, feels great, okay? And so it was a rough day. 
It's a rough day for Kaylin, right? And so she's lying in bed and she puts on some Olivia Rodrigo, obviously. And so she's listening to driver's license and she's just sitting there listening. Ding, 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 ding. Got my driver's license last week, right? But now she feels, she feels kind of sad because it's a sad song. And she remembers the boy she dated for like two weeks at the beginning of the school year and how that relationship's now over. His name was Colin. <laughs> then that song's over. And then Good For You comes on, and she remembers the girl drama, and she gets mad all over again. That, that song, she's just like, well, good for you, da, 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 right? And so she's singing that, and she's all getting hyped up now about the, the girl drama again, even though she'd kind of like let it go, and she figured everything was gonna be back to normal the next day. But now she's mad, and then Brutal comes on, and she gets mad about her living situation and her parents and the fight she had with her mom and how she can't wait until she gets there. Then all of a sudden, Trader comes on, and she goes, and then she falls asleep. Oh my gosh. Mm. Instead of a Christ follower ending their day going up and down through the emotions of random music, what I would love to challenge you to do is take a few moments, turn on a Spotify worship list, and spend some time with God. We have a worship list on Spotify, 4640 Worship, and he plays all the songs we play here in 4640. Put in your AirPods, put that on, and spend a few minutes listening to a worship song. And while that worship song is playing, a Christ follower could talk to God, ask him for the comfort, ask him for help, ask him to deal with the problems and stress with all the lens, or ask, Kaylin could ask God to help her sort things out and, and have peace between her and her mom. And she could pray for her stepdad, or her dad and her stepmom. She could do all different kinds of things. Instead of going on this crazy roller coaster, with random music turn to Jesus music. Psalm 92 verses one and two says, it is good to give thanks to the Lord, to sing praises to the most high. It is good to proclaim your unfailing love in the morning and your faithfulness in the evening. So a great way to start the day and end the day is to turn on some worship music and spend some time singing, listening, and connecting with God through that music. Because it's not enough if you've made a commitment recently to follow Christ and say, I want to be a Jesus follower, it's not enough to just come here on Wednesday nights. This is just your first step. You should come here every Wednesday night, obviously. But also in between, you should wake up in the morning, spend some time with Jesus using a Spotify worship list, open the Bible app on your phone like we talked about last week, find a Bible reading plan, read it a little bit, talk to God throughout your day while you're riding the bus, it's completely wasted time, connect with God, talk to him about what you have going on, and just get closer to him. We have to connect with God every single day. Being a Christ follower isn't just a Wednesday night, one day a week, or Sunday mornings and Wednesday night kind of thing. It's an everyday thing. Let's pray. Jesus, help us, because middle school is so hard. Help us to be authentic followers of you. Help us to figure out what it means to listen to you, Jesus, as the boss and leader of our lives, and to live our life not just the way everyone around us is living it, but help us to live our life the way you would want us to live it. Help us to have the right conversations with the people around us. Help us to resolve conflicts correctly. Help us to wake up and look in the mirror and see us the way you see us. Help us to manage social media right. Help us to find ways to connect with you throughout the day. Help us to treat our parents and the adults in our lives with honor and respect. Help us to do the right thing, God. Help our relationship with you to affect every part of our day this week. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thanks for listening to the 4640 Student Center Podcast. 
For more information on what's happening at 4640, you can check us out on social media and at our website, 4640gj.com. Service times are Tuesday and Wednesday nights. Hope to see you there.